and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So whether you're counting down your days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. Today's episode, we have a guest with an extremely unique situation, being able to go to Disney for the first time, the second time. This guest was absolutely fantastic, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story. If you guys are new to the show, this is season two, the second episode, episode 52, and we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. Lastly, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories. But now, on with the show. to have another guest on today we have Michelle hi Michelle how are you today I'm so good how are you doing good I'm so excited to have you on today for your very unique magical moment so would you like to give us a little teaser of what your magical moment is of course so my magical moment is me stepping into Disney for the first time for the second time technically it doesn't sound correct but I'll elaborate. That is such a good way of saying it. I love it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm so excited to hear the ins and outs of this story and stuff. So McCall, a former guest that was on the show a couple months ago, she recommended that you'd be a great guest to have on. So how did you two meet? Um, I think we met through TikTok and I kind of always just looked up to her. You know, she has a big following and she just, Mm -hmm. she's herself. So I was like, wow, someone who's being herself and showing her talent, like, I'm going to follow her, of course, and like I would love to meet her. She's got the same interests in Disney that I do. And she just followed me back one day, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. Just started talking, and now she's like super, super sweet, and I can't wait to meet her when she finally moves down here again. And you have a Disney TikTok? I do. But what specifically do you post? So I have a hard time because I'm so into Disney fashion, and Ooh. my Instagram's more dedicated to fashion of it. I get so many questions and whatever on my Instagram about what I wear and everything. My TikTok, I try to push out fashion, but sometimes those videos don't do as well. But it's okay, because you know, I'm showing what I love to do. And if five people like it, then five people like it. And I just did my my job for the day. But I also dazzle in comedy, I would say. I Sometimes the stupid videos I post that have like uh-huh. no effort in them do so well and I'm like, wow, okay. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll switch it up between uh, Disney fashion and then Disney comedy and once in a while I'll throw in a universal video. Oh yes. Do you, do you have a universal pass as well? I don't. I've, I'm considering starting a GoFundMe to get me one. Oh my god. You <laughs> need to go. Like, I, need one. I, I I think if you like thrill rides you will definitely I like universal. Love, I love Islands of Adventure. I'm a big Harry Potter person so I'm like if I could just sit 
in like Diagon Alley or Hogsmeade for five hours and drink a butterbeer, I would be perfectly happy with my life. Your Instagram, you are so cute. Thank you. Fashion and the choices you make are very, and the, the the places that you take these pictures too are just very appropriate. So if you guys are like needing inspiration, you definitely need to check out Michelle's Instagram and her TikTok and whatnot. So, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I like to because I see a lot of these big influencer girls, and you know, like they have money, money, like to buy all these like these selkie <laughs> dresses and stuff like this. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, you don't need money to look good at Disney. Like a lot of my clothes I get are like from small shop brands that I I do rep work with and they're amazing so I love promoting their stuff Sheen and Goodwill like half of my stuff that I'm wearing in my Instagram is from Goodwill and I'm like you know what if it works it works and I like that you have a variety of you know small shops and just like normal clothes that you would dress up to make it a Disney bound Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like I like that you have a good balance and I like your dedication like I really like your Cruella one that's awesome and your like animal kingdom one you posted recently like that whole outfit i'm like i want that entire outfit where do i sign like where do I <laughs> what inspires you or like how do, what is your process for choosing an outfit and what location and oh to create God. content thank you for asking this <laughs> i wanted to make a video on this because so many people are like how do you find a spot how do you do your outfits and i'm like i think of what park i'm going to so let's say Magic Kingdom. We're doing Magic Kingdom for the day. And then I zone in on what ride or what land I want to dress up as. So let's say I'm going for my usual Haunted Mansion outfit. So then I'll just, you know, I'll go in my closet. I'll pick out my Haunted Mansion shirt for the day. I'll pick out whatever shorts or pants match that shirt. I try to play off the colors really well. And then I have my behind me right now, my giant ear wall of 90 mini ears. So I have a variety to pick from. Wait, do you really have 90? I do. I can send you a picture if you want. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. It's pretty bad. So then I'll just go down like my column of Honda Mansion ears, see what matches that t-shirt. And then I'll go to my lounge fly wall (laughs) and then I'll pick the Honda Mansion bag. And then I'm like, there's the outfit for the day. Perfect. We're focusing on Honda Mansion. So then we go to Honda Mansion and then I'm like, okay, where do I want to take this picture today? And, you know, there's so many photo opportunities just in one spot. It just depends on that angle. So I'll just take a bunch depending on the angle or whatever to have a variety because, you know, I can take 500 photos and I get one good one that I'm pleased with. (laughs) Does someone usually take your photos or do you have somebody random? I usually have my friends with me to take them. I've been trying to use my camera more lately because my phone just is not doing it for me. But it's a struggle because some people don't know how to use the camera and I'm like, it's okay, just... Just hold the button. It's all right. Just just press it, tilt it this Just press way. it. It's okay. I'll do yes. the work. We appreciate friends that will help take pictures for us. We do. I... My friends are the best, especially the boyfriend that just sits there while I'm like, I'm ugly, I'm ugly. Oh, and he like, takes he babe. takes thousands of them. He's like, you're beautiful. I'm like, okay. What a sweet prince. How nice. I truly want to shop your closet. Like, okay, we're going to go pick out a ears. We're going to go pick out accessories and lounge fly and this. I really want to shop your closet. <laughs> I mean, you can. I, I usually let my friends, I'm like, if you ever want to borrow something, let me know. But I've had a few people like DM me and they're like, hey, you should rent out your closet. I'm like, that's not the best idea. Like germs, yeah, sure, but I'm not concerned that. I'm more concerned I'm not going to get something back. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, a thousand percent. Okay, so do you have any Sleeping Beauty anything? Because that is my favorite. So Aurora was never my favorite. It's always Belle, Belle, Belle. 
and I don't even have that much stuff with Belle. And recently, I'm like, I love Sleeping Beauty, but I don't really have anything. My friend actually made me the most gorgeous pair of ears that are like, it has the tiara in the middle, and then it has the pink on one side and blue on the other. Oh, and I'm just waiting to find the perfect outfit for that. Okay, well, how about this? You and me will go shopping together and find like a pink and blue outfit. Deal, 100%. I'm always trying to bound Sleeping Beauty, whether it be like athletic wear or um, casual clothes or like a fancy dress. Like I'm always trying to do or be Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) I think I have an idea of what I want to do, but I don't want to I don't want to do something and then I find something better and I'm like, you know what? But we can go shopping 100%. I feel like you have a good strategy for Disney bounding and stuff. So I definitely want to pick your brain about that. One last quick question about this. But do you have like a favorite outfit that you were Disney bounded? Disney bounded? I think my favorite, I did a while ago, like when the parks first opened, I did a Winnie the Pooh. And it was so comfortable. And one of my favorites, one of my newer ones that I really got a lot of attention on was my Sorcerer Mickey outfit. Yes, yes, yes. In front of? In front of Fantasma. Yes, yes. Oh, that was so great. I always love a good phantasmic moment. Yeah, those are probably my two favorites. Your TikTok and stuff, what has been your most popular video? Um, I think I got 1.2 million views when I first got hired for Disney. That was my popular video. That's what started gaining attention. And then I was like, maybe I should like just make Disney videos, you know, that's what I like to do Mm -hmm. and then see where it goes from there. And then I first started doing comedy because that's when quarantine was the month before Disney shut down I was just doing comedic videos because I wasn't really like I didn't have the closet that I have now of clothes or the opportunities and now I just focus on fashion and stuff like that but yeah that video really got me going is there anything else you'd like to share or mention with us before we move on to the other questions I don't know I'll just keep talking if you ask me more (laughs) perfect okay well now we'll get into the obscure questions and the first one I always ask every single guest is Why do you love Disney? This question I get so many times and I never know how to answer it. (laughs) I think I just love it because it brings so many people together and like you can be who you are and people don't really judge. I mean, you get judged. It's okay. It's (laughs) fine. Disney people. You get judged. We're Disney adults, (laughs) but it's fine. But I think it's just, I think it's really magical how there's a whole community that can bond over something so big as Disney. And I've met so many great friends and they're basically my family now just because of this one thing we all have in common. So you've worked at Disney World and you've gone to Universal, but which Disney parks have you visited? I've only been to the Florida parks. Oh no! We've I know. Get you to other We're parts. trying to get me to Disneyland. We're trying so hard. Uh, are you a Marvel fan? I am. Are you excited for Avengers Campus? I just want to go to that Pim tasting lab and eat everything in sight. Oh my gosh. Yes! It looks so good. Personally, I've tried to avoid spoilers, but like, you know, the occasional thing like slips through and I'm like, oh dang, but like I saw this chocolate bar and I'm like, whoa. I, I, I know there's a chicken cutlet there like that's the size of my leg, but... <laughs> Move over, turkey legs. Oh, my <laughs> turkey legs. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm Well, I'm excited for you to go to Disneyland hopefully soon. Do you have plans or are you, is it just kind of like in the early stages of planning? My friends and I, we were going to try to do a trip literally this year. This, But we were planning this in quarantine last year. Uh-huh. But, you know, we don't have money. I think once I, if I can work for the company again, and then we definitely have those like discounts and perks, I would love to get over there because I just, I can't afford it right now. 
totally, totally fair. So here's another question. Not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? I have to think about that. Oh my gosh. There's so many. I definitely, I'm in the range of like Maleficent, Mike Wazowski, Belle. Like that's, talk about range. Yes. But I think so. I think I'm going to go with those answers. And Goofy, of course, because you know, I'm just a goofball. I think Belle, just because that's my favorite princess, and I just, I love how she sees beauty within, and like, I always see the good in people, and she's just, I don't know, she's just my favorite princess, so I love her so much. I love that you say that for Belle, because not just, you like to read. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. I like reading, but please, I'm not going to be the generic, I like reading, so I identify with Belle. No, I just like how she can see, she sees the beauty within everyone, I see the good within everyone, so I think that's who I closely relate to. I like that. And then you said Mike Wazowski. I don't know, he's just funny and there, and I'm kind of the comedic side relief friend, you know? Yes! I'm just cracking jokes when I should not be, ever. Not totally aware of the situation. (laughs) Like, something, but I'm just, I'm cracking jokes constantly, and it just it just flies out of my mouth I don't even have to think and my friends are just like really I'm like sorry that is very Mike Wazowski vibes (laughs) for sure (laughs) and then you said Maleficent I'm very curious about that because she is my favorite villain okay I love her like that scene when she just shows up and she's like where's my invitation Mm -hmm. I just love that oh my gosh you're like why am I not invited to the party (laughs) I mean I'm always invited usually to stuff But, like, I just feel like in the event, my friends know me, so I would be so extra to just show up and be like, oh, quite an unusual, you know, get-together. Where was my invitation in the mail? Because I'll be, I'll, I literally won't even be home sometimes. I'll be up in a quick trip to New York, and my friends are hanging out, and I'm like, sick invite, guys. That's so funny. And, okay, I'm going to get a little off topic. Maleficent. When they, later on in the movie, when they pan over from Maleficent's castle or mount what is it oh my gosh I feel like a bad sleeping beauty friend but a <laughs> fan but her mystic mountain or something not mystic mountain oh I my forget gosh. what it's called but just like the dark mountain that she lives on that's all like thorns and just it's so cool yeah it's so cool but when it pans over to the kingdom it's so close and it's like no wonder she got all mad oh yeah you guys were (laughs) horrible neighbors and were loud and were singing and trumpets just for this new baby she just wanted quiet hours yeah so of course she's gonna curse the child that (laughs) yeah even with like cruella oh my god i love cruella (gasps) the new i love her so much i i was never a hundred and one Dalmatians person I don't know the new one came out I was like this looks good I'm gonna watch it and I I think I watch it at least like three times a week I'm so in love with that movie just because her like her character development I think this is one of the first times I've watched a live action Disney movie and they filled every plot hole and everything was explained and usually with the live actions like especially like Aladdin and Beauty Mm -hmm. and the Beast they fill those plot holes that the original movies usually skip out on or the minor details But, like, I never found myself bored in Cruella. Like, everything matched up perfectly. Oh, yes. And she's just a boss. Like, she's a queen. She, like, is discovering her powers. Now, she goes a little over the top. But, like, that's what makes her a fun villain. It's okay. I'm a little over the top, too. So, it's okay. Yes. Okay. I I mean, by the time I air this episode, people have had plenty of time to see the movie. But my favorite was when she, like, hand-sewed all those beads. (gasps) Those, like, exotic beads. Yeah. 
the that was they weren't great. even beads they were I like know. cocoon eggs yes and all the mo- moths that was moths? so good moths i think oh, that was genius like that was oh, fabulous fabulous and then they had that black and white ball and they all dressed like her i was like okay all right and i like that they wore the wigs from the glenn close version of 101 yes. dalmatians like that was a nice little tribute to it oh that movie's so good and then the fashion did you oh, die God. for the fashion I sat there the whole time and I was like, why am I not in this? I actually just dropped some money on my Cruella dress last night. I posted it on Instagram on my story. I was like, I bought this today. That's all. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oof, that's cute. That's real cute. Yeah, You're it, it, that. it fits good. Okay, here's an interesting one. What unpopular Disney opinion do you have? I have so many. I don't know where to start. I, I think my major one <clears throat> is... Besides, like, oh, I think we should have a villain's park. Oh, like, this and that. I think I like old Hollywood studios better. And I know a lot of people recently are agreeing with me. And there's nothing wrong with new Hollywood studios. I like the park. I don't, I wouldn't change it. But I wish, obviously, they don't have, like, the land attached to it. I wish they could have expanded the park. Like, one side be backstage, one side be in the movie. Because... Some people don't really realize that it changed from MGM to Hollywood Studios, but MGM was, you're going backstage in the movies. You're going to see how this is made. I mean, Backlot Tour, Great Movie Ride, those are all, you're like in the movie backstage, you know? Yeah. And now with this overhaul, it's, you're in Toy Story Land, you're Andy's toy, you're in Galaxy's Edge, you're on Batuu, you're, you know? Mm -hmm. So some people don't really realize that like conversion the park had and I'm like you know I kind of just I like seeing the backstage stuff but I also wish that they could keep it and expand that park right right yeah, yeah. maybe they could just make a parking deck and then go into exactly the parking yeah. lot land that would exactly be good. <laughs> I think another unpopular opinion I have is that I think Splash Mountain should stay and I think Tiana should have all of Tom Sawyer's Island. Yes, 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 yes. She deserves her own original, she not does. even attraction, but area. And I watched this whole video. I wish so much. And have you, okay, I'm assuming you've seen this video, but there's a whole video on DSNY Newscast. And he made this whole video about how Tiana could get all of Tom Sawyer's Island and have the front of Tom Sawyer's Island be like her restaurant. And it'll look so great with Mark Twain going by. Is it the Mark Twain at Disney World? I'm like Disneyland brain. Or is it called something else? The Columbia? I think is it's it just Columbia? called the Liberty Liberty. The Liberty Bell? I think so. Okay. Well, one of those going by, I think would be great. And then, you know, you cross the bridge and then you go into the bayou with Mama Odie. So he came up Mm -hmm. with that idea. And I'm like, that is genius. I would rather have that. I was like, I don't really understand how Tiana's going to fit in with Frontierland. It could, but unless they overhaul and do New Orleans Square, which I really don't think they're going to do. But I said that. That's a lot of time and money. It is going to, yeah. I was like, you know, Tom Sawyer's Island, no one's really going to miss it. Put Tiana's, like, restaurant there. Give her a little, like, a little dark boat ride I think would be cute. Nothing, like, too Mm -hmm. thrilling. And then, like, Mama Odie's Swamp or something. I know a while ago I joked with my friends and I was like, oh, what if they rethemed Splash Mountain to Mama Odie's Swamp Adventure? And then, like, a week later they were like, we're retheming Splash Mountain. I was like, what did I just do? (laughs) (laughs) You spoke it into the Disney I was like, I spoke too soon. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would be great. And then also, too, like... 
Splash Mountain has a height requirement. So yes. little kids who love Tiana, mm-hmm. they have to wait till they're a certain height to actually yeah. ride it. So I think if they gave her own and had like a Blue Bayou ride, or not Blue Bayou, or Bayou. See, Disneyland brain's coming through. The Bayou ride <laughs> with Mama Odie, like that would be so much fun. And I think have, like Tiana's cute. actual restaurant in the front of it. Like mm-hmm. they thousand percent need to do that. And even like a gift shop at like Dr. Facilier's, like, you know, like potions oh. lab or something like that. I don't know. But like yes. that would be like be like a cool like little dessert shop, you know? Ooh, yes. Even like feeding off of your idea. You know how Diagon Alley in Universal you can almost walk right past it and not even realize yes. it's there. Uh-huh. Which I think is so funny. What if they did that? Because, you know, in the beginning, Dr. Facilier is kind of tucked in the corners and his shadows behind him and stuff. Like, what if his, like, feeding off of your idea? You're reading my mind because I've I've said all this I've, before. I was like, they oh. should make it like Diagon Alley, like, have it hidden, you know? But, yes. I mean, I wish. I really wish. There's so much potential. Oh, I, I feel like you and me could like collab and like come up with some awesome ideas. For sure. <laughs> we can present it to the Disney board. Be like, here you go, Disney. Welcome here. to our TED Talk. Here's what you should be doing. Okay. Speaking of rides, what attraction would you be devastated if it demolished during your lifetime? Tower of Terror and Haunted Mansion. Oh, Straight okay. Inside. Okay. And why those? I, they're my favorite rides, so if I just, you know, if I had to see it go or transform into Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I, I just, I would be so upset. Oh no, that'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My next question is: When you worked at Disney, where did you work? I worked over in Andy's backyard at Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. My follow-up question to that is: Which character would you want to be your coworker during your time at Disney? So it doesn't have to be a Toy Story character. It can literally be anybody that you oh, think gosh. would be a great co-worker to like, oh, I'm excited because so-and-so is working the same shift as me kind of thing. This can go so many ways. <laughs> if I'm going to get like technical, I wouldn't say like goofy because, you know, it's a roller coaster. You have to focus <laughs> and everything like that. He'd be better for like alien swirling saucers. That's what I was trying to say. I'm like, <laughs> that one? Yeah, he'd be more alien swirling saucers. Yeah. Or just like the, the, the food booth or something. That's more up his alley. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, wow. I honestly, you know what? We'll stick with theming. I would say Woody just because he's responsible. And I think that he would be, you know, he'd fit the land, of course. And I think that he would just be, you know, guests first. So since you worked at Toy Story Land, what is a fun hidden detail that you can share with people next time they go to the parks? Ooh, okay. So my personal favorite is if you are ever looking at where Slinky Dog pulls into the station where you're about to sit on him. There is a giant map on the wall, and it looks like Andy drew it with crayon. So this map is actually the original concept art, I believe, of Slinky Dog before they had, like, budget cuts. Because if you notice, it shows you the ride path, and there's a few scenes in there of, like, evil Dr. Porkchop or, like, the army camp base Mm -hmm. for the army men, and that's not in the ride. But also on the map is a picture of a water tower with Mickey ears. Uh-huh. Or a cloud or cloud with ear something like along those lines, a water tower yeah. or something. And that's where the earful tower used to be, like that little location. Oh, that's because so when cool. you saw like if you were on Tower of Terror and you saw out that window, you can see that water tower with the ear the Mickey ears on it. And if you pull it up on Google, it still says the earful tower location is where Slinky Dog is. 
Oh, that is so cool. I love that. Yeah, so it's like a little hidden nod. I like that a lot. Since you like Belle, I'll, I kind of already prepped you this question, but since <laughs> you like Belle, if you were an enchanted object in the Beast Castle, what enchanted household item would you be and why? I mean, if we're speaking like from the movie, I would definitely want to be the enchanted mirror. Ooh, like the handheld one? Yeah. But if not, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like if I was like, Something that could just walk around because I wouldn't want to be like tied up to a wall or something. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be stationary. I would want to have legs so to be able to walk around. I feel like the furniture kind of walks around or they have the ability to it yeah. towards the end when there's that fight scene and stuff. So maybe like the wardrobe. I would love to be her. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so perfect for you. Yes. I would definitely love to be her. Oh, that is totally up your alley. I love it. <laughs> Would you, and you can like dress people and yeah. do you sing as well? <laughs> I do actually. <gasps> oh my gosh. That is so perfect. <laughs> She's such a fun character. I wish she had more she scenes is. and stuff. I know she does on like, uh, when Beauty and the Beast is on Broadway, she has a lot more to do in the show and stuff, oh, but okay. she's so like operatic and like boss lady. I'm like, oh, she's the best. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for answering all of those questions. You had amazing answers. And now I'll let you take it away and share your magic. My relationship with Disney was, you know, my mom pulled me out of school. We came here three, four times a year. Halloween parties, Christmas parties. I was a Disney girl growing up. My mom's a Disney girl. The whole family is. And we were just always here, you know, happy place typical vacations and everything because we used to live in New York so we weren't local so it was just that magical time oh we get to go to Disney at this time of year and we were excited so we always had a good relationship with Disney growing up and did you fly or drive typically when I was little we used to drive but mm -hmm. now uh, when I got older we flew all the time rented a car down here so we don't have to deal with transportation <laughs> there you go yeah because how long is the drive from New York it's like 18 hours and we're actually driving tomorrow I think <gasps> oh my goodness yeah that's that's a rough one <laughs> do you stop somewhere or do you do it to, do you do it straight it depends um I like driving straight through my mom usually likes to stop over in Virginia so that's mm -hmm. like the halfway point so to, it, it honestly just depends on how she's feeling because she'll do most of the driving Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Yeah, thanks, mommy. When I have to drive road trips with my mom, I'm the one doing about 90% of the driving. <laughs> I usually offer, like, you want me to drive, but I think she likes to be in control, you know? My mom just doesn't want to drive, and so she'll do... <laughs> I know she's gonna listen to this because she listens to my podcast but she she just tries to do like be or I also too I don't want to make her drive the whole time make her drive a lot because I know it'll wear her out so I'll do as much as I can mm -hmm. so if we have a 10 hour drive I'll do eight of it so she only has to do the last two yeah so that makes it easier on me to be like okay tag you're it like you're doing the rest of this kind of deal because I usually so. sleep in the morning because I like when we get in the car I do get car sick sometimes oh so it's just easier for me to like knock out with a Benadryl in the morning I'll wake up around one o'clock I'll keep her up We'll sing show tunes or whatever to keep her going through the yeah. drive. And like, if she really needs me to take over that last hour, I'm hands on. I'm like, I got this. 
So yeah, so you would drive or fly down when you're older. So like how early, early in your life did you guys start going to Disney three times a year? You said roughly three times a year? Roughly when I was younger. And then as I got older, it was maybe like two times or sometimes that surprise vacation sprung in. But I think I was 18 months when I first had my first visit. I know there's one story my mom tells me. I think I was in eighth grade and she picked me up one day and she was just like, we're going to the doctor's. Oh, the worst place a kid wants to Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) She was like, can you just grab that like form for me in the back and just read off the address of the place or something like that? And it was the tickets to not so scary Halloween party. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so precious. Wow. Your mom's so clever. And I love that your mom is, is the Disney fanatic, too. Like, that's so fun. Is the rest of your family like that? Or is it just like you and your mom mostly? It's basically just me and my mom and my grandma. We lost my grandpa a few years ago, and he used to come to Disney with us when we were younger. And we still bring grandma. Grandma's like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to a park. I'm like, Grandma, you've been to Disney so many times. You don't understand how spoiled you are. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she still lives in New York right now, but we try to get her down to the parks at least once a year to see everything and I think it's special for her I mean she saw me as a baby in the park so seeing me at 19 years old in the parks now she's probably just like wow time flies oh and then you were there and so that was probably cool for her to see too sadly she never got to see me at work I think she used she she saw me in my costume but I don't remember there might have been one time she she was actually in town she got to see me at work which was really special to me okay okay so this story (laughs) Uh, this story starts, I'm 19 right now. I think this happened when I was 14 or 15. I honestly don't remember the age. I was just a normal day. This was back when I lived in New York and I was in the shower, you know, typical. (laughs) And (laughs) what happened was a soap bottle spilled overnight and I didn't know that. So I slipped on the soap and I smashed the front of my head on the bathtub. And at the time it happened, I was like, I'm okay, I'm fine. I don't think I passed out or anything like that. I just had a headache, you know, and I called for my mom to come get me out of the shower because I was a little bit dizzy and I was just like, I just need help. And then I went to bed. I think she woke me up a few times just in case I had a concussion. So that day was pretty normal. No signs of anything bad. We didn't go to a hospital. And then the next day I woke up and I didn't really know where I was. I knew I had to go to volleyball practice, but I called my mom, who I didn't know was my mom. I woke up, (gasps) and I was basically, it was day one, I was like, where am I? Whoa. So I called my mom, and I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to call mom. It was, no, this person's name is mom in my phone, I'm going to call her. So I called her, and I was just like, hi, who's picking me up for volleyball? And she was like, oh, so-and-so, you don't remember? I was like, no. Uh, did you mention it to me? And she was like, yeah, you just forgot. I was like, I guess so. So, you know, I got ready for volleyball, whatever. And I forgot my teammate's name and her mom. They picked me up and I kind of just sat in the car. I was like, who the hell are these people? And Whoa, so bad decision like, to get in the car. Yeah. yeah so I got to volleyball. Trusting. Like, obviously yeah. it was oh, an okay situation because you did know them prior, but the fact whoa that's trippy (laughs) so I got to volleyball and I've been playing with these girls for four years maybe basically my sister's on the team and I went through the whole volleyball practice not knowing a single person I remember I didn't know my coach and 
mom picked me up and I was just in tears and I was like I don't know who any of these people are and my coach was like you don't know who I am you don't know who these girls are and I was like no and he's like you need to take her to the hospital and I actually don't remember if we went to the hospital or not you knew that your mom had to come get you like a person named mom but did you recognize your mom as well when she picked you up or I was kind of like mom because obviously I have pictures of her on my phone or whatever pictures in my house that said mom in the picture frame. So I was like, okay, that's just, you know, I kind of just stumbled around a little bit that morning, but she came mm-hmm. and I was like, mom. And she was, she just didn't know what to do really. I think we went back to my house and she was just showing me pictures of now I, I know who they are. Cause you know, I had to, I had to relearn of people who were my friends, my family. And she's like, you don't know who any of these people are. And I was like, I have no idea who any of these people are. Oh and my gosh. I don't really remember. I remember that, but I I don't really remember a lot. So what happened was I lost 14 years of my memory. I didn't remember Whoa. anything prior. And like people ask me they're like how how are you able to talk, spell, write, play volleyball? I'm like, "Listen, it's muscle memory or whatever." And what was weird was I was capable of, like, speaking Spanish, too, because my family is Spanish. So, like, I still remembered how to speak Spanish fluently. And what was also weird is I remembered how to play music fluently. And I've been, I I play music. So I played oboe and piano, and my mom was just like, play. So I played, and it was fluent, and it was fine. And we were like, what the heck? So, like, turns out, like, the the brain developmental part that has like music stored in it is like different from where I hit my head or something like that oh and I just know that I lost 14 years and like all those Disney memories memories with my friends I had to re-meet all my friends re-meet my family I remember a few people that came to my house with just like baskets of getting well and I I shook my like my boyfriend at the time who's still one of my best friends now I had to re-meet him and he was like, hey, you don't remember me? And I was like, no, I'm Michelle. Nice to meet you. And like him and his mom just broke down in the living room. Aww. Like they didn't know they didn't know what to do. And he's he still he's really hung up on that still. I didn't know about that. His uncle's a playwright or something like that. And I know his uncle wrote like a story based off me. And like my friend used to have, he used to have to go to therapy about it. And I was like, well, I think you're handling this worse than I did, to be honest. You don't know these people that uh, in your brain, like supposedly really cared about you, but you don't know that they did. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really know how I felt. I kind of just like, I mean, a lot of these people I really don't talk to now, you know, just you lose friends over the years, make new friends. Oh, yeah. And that happens to anybody. That happens to everyone. Yeah. But the one friend I had at the time, he's still by my side and he just still, I don't know. It was kind of just like I was there in the moment. And even to this day, like, I'll tell the story to people or they ask and they're like, do you remember this from before? Or like, do you remember this? I'm like, I, I really don't. So yeah, it's either like, do you remember this from a few years ago? And I'm like, no, but I have knowledge of it. Or like, do you remember even like my short term is just like fading sometimes. Like I'll say something to my boyfriend and then I'll repeat myself. And he's like, you said that. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the fact that you were able to keep your like abilities and stuff, because like I I play volleyball as well, and I, I my big first thing was you, when you said you had to go to volleyball practice. I'm like, did you remember how to play volleyball? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I remember. I remember like I was fine. 
Um, but yeah. I like I couldn't remember a few rotations. I mean, I never did. I was I used to write them on my hand and fake sneeze in between rotations, and I would look at my yes! hand. <laughs> I never rotations either. Like I knew where I needed to be, and I kind of yeah, always same. got that mixed up. But I didn't know where everybody else was supposed to be and why. I would just look to the side. I'm like, who wants to tell me where I'm supposed to be? I'm like, my job is just to slam the ball down. Who who just wants to tell me when it's my turn? Exactly. To go okay, wait. What position did you play? I was libero, and then I was outside hitter, and I was supposed oh, to play in college, but I decided to get a nose job instead. <laughs> so I've missed volleyball so much, though. Girl, we got to play together because I played in college and oh God, I was please. a middle hitter. Yes. And I'm only 5'10", so I don't know how I I was going to say, so you're play. tall then. I'm 5'7", I, but I, I got that height up there jumping. Yes. I was going to say, like, Libero, because you look tall in your pictures. Like, for those that don't know, we haven't met in person yet, but you look tall <laughs> in your pictures. So I'm like, oh, Libero. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it's so weird. With volleyball, like, you can be a tall girl normally, but, like, mm-hmm. going into – volleyball world it's like oh you're because so like short. i would think I'm a, I'm a tall girl because like some people are like you look so tiny most of because mm-hmm. most of my guy friends are six feet tall of course i look mm-hmm. tiny and yes. then i'm taller than all my girlfriends and they're like you look tall i'm like i'm five seven so i guess i'm like right above slightly average of a female's yes. height but yeah Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you this. When I played in college, the other girl that played my position was 6'5". So I don't know how I got my scholarship because she was so much taller. I got a scholarship. Awesome. Hi. (laughs) I I wasn't D1 or anything. I'm I'm not, but I did help pay for school for sure that was fun um but yeah so I was like wondering like how did how did volleyball do and stuff but yes I didn't know rotations and I actually had to learn rotations because I was coaching and I was like oh I I wanted to be a coach too but I was like you know what I just they used to print my coaches used to print out like a thick double-sided packet for me and they're like learn it I'd be like okay (laughs) and then I'd come in the next day and they're like let me see your arm and I'm like okay it's just rotations as you're going up honestly that would be a strategy if you had something written on your arm you go up to spike and the blockers are like what's that and then you, you go get <laughs> it's a my rotation it's a strategy it's a strategy but yes I hated that I had to learn rotations when I coached I'm like crap I got to make sure these 14 year olds are in the right spot otherwise we're gonna lose the point dang it yep <laughs> Okay. Okay. So back to your story. So you remembered your developmental stuff, but you didn't remember past memories. And you said your short-term memory was a little spotty as well. Yeah. So like even today, my short terms just kind of spotty. I have my off days, but like, if you were like, what did you do on Monday? I'm like, you need to remind me where I was. And then I can run through the entire day with you. But I mean, some people are either, some people are like that or just, I'm, I just have issues. I mean, we all have issues, but it's okay. If it's Monday, you're listening to the latest episode of Just Some Magic Podcast. We come out episodes every Monday and Thursday. <laughs> Just going to a little shameless plug right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but sorry. Yeah. Continue, continue. No, you're good. So I bet I basically I just had to like relearn stuff and everything and where Disney ties in. Mom just used to show me like home videos and like would talk to me about stuff. And then I, you know, I re got into like watching Disney vloggers and ride POVs and mom was like all right we're gonna go to Disney and I was like okay yay and we went and she 
she usually when she tells the story she's like it was watching my kids eyes light up for the first time like she's never seen anything before and she was like really emotional and then there's me like okay we're having a nice time oh you're just like whoa this is the magic kingdom that's Mm -hmm. the castle and yeah i mean i wasn't really like that because you know i had books on books on books and videos to watch so like we would walk in and i would be like oh so that's the castle but i wouldn't be like okay this window means this point blank period so it was definitely a little bit different for her and I don't really remember that trip to be honest just because you know it's a long long time ago everything's fuzzy right right and you've been plenty of time since so they all kind of blur together a little bit everything blurs (laughs) together for me I'm just I'm just here when you go so often you forget where you parked side story really quick I was going back to Disneyland because I I lived in California the last four years but I now I live in Orlando Mm -hmm. um and I was going to the parks like four days in a week because I had an old job that I needed to go and get all the new stuff and take pictures and whatnot for this this company and I was going so much I was like okay I parked on Donald row six something but I would get it totally mixed up and I'm like Mm -hmm. crap that was too ago I'm, that was two days ago. On, I'm on goofy now dang it like and it was at the end of the day too when you like park so early in the morning then you're oh, there all yeah. day and you're like I don't know where I, I don't parked, know where I am right now just all blurs together but yes yes <laughs> so all the trips of yours blurred together yeah I'm just here did you kind of fall in love with Disney all over again I did I really did my mom I mean my mom can like talk more on this than I can just because you know my head is so spotty but it really was me falling in love with Disney again and I was I guess 15 at the time so it was just like you know four years ago right did I do the math yeah four years ago yes yes (laughs) I'm always like wait what wait how old am I um yeah I mean four years ago it's just I can't really I don't really remember what I was feeling and everything I just know I was falling in love with it again and I mean I'm happy I did that is fantastic. And also with the parks as well, like you kind of got to re you, you got to rewatch all these Disney, these classic Disney movies and stuff. Do you enjoy those as well? Or because there's not that nostalgia attached to it? That- oh, no, I love. No, I mean, oh, some people are like, oh, the nostalgia of when I was a child. I'm like, you know what? The nostalgia can be when I'm 16 years old or 17 watching a movie. It doesn't really matter to me. It just matters that yeah. I watched it. It's just it just matters that it's a great movie no matter yep. what your age is. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before closing out? I think that's it. I have so many other stories, but for another time. And for another episode, we'll bring you back another for time. sure. Awesome. Okay, sidebar, I'm going to cut this out. But like, would your mom be interested in coming on the podcast and adding this to your episode? Are you kidding? She'd love it. <laughs> perfect you can do that I just I mean I would I'll obviously have to tell her but she'd be like oh me I'm so honored oh she's so cute oh she loved to okay we'll talk more about that but I'll close it out so thank you so much Michelle for sharing your stories um if people wanted to follow you on Instagram or TikTok or wherever else where can they find you on Instagram you can find me over at magical Michelle and on TikTok it's just my full name which is Michelle Hustline it'll probably pop up and you'll see it Michelle, thank you so much for sharing such a personal and unique, incredible story. It truly means the world to me. Thank you for having me. Of course. I had so much fun chatting with you. Me too. I want to do it again. (laughs) 
guys enjoyed Michelle's episode just as much as I did. She had an incredible story. We truly appreciate her coming on and sharing it with us. If you guys enjoyed the show and want to help support us, please go to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. It truly helps this podcast out and new people discover us. Stay tuned till this Thursday to hear an episode dedicated all to Disneyland. Since Disneyland's opening day is coming up on the 17th, we will have a Disneyland episode on the 15th. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that episode. Lastly, again, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. But until next time, bye. Bye.